Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brecky Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. Now, I'm sure you all know by now that there is a state election this week or finishing this week. Joining me on the line now is the Liberal candidate for Euroa, Brad Hearn. Good morning, Brad. Good morning. Thanks so much for having me on. Now, you've been out on the hustings for a while, haven't you, doing your work at pre-polling with a lot of people maybe voting early this this time? Yeah, oh, it's been a great turnout. I think the VEC is really encouraging more people to get out there, vote early, save yourself, don't be lining up in crowds, um, and just yeah, get in and get done. Get it done. Isn't it? Well, the second one for a year, I think everyone's a little bit over election. Yes, not to mention council election and, and things as well. And sometimes people even get, you know, we we can get confused as to who's who's what and what state we're in and all that kind of stuff. So hopefully we're providing a bit of clarity here at 1FM. But, um, <laughs> hopefully, because the logic around some of these boundaries are a bit uh, misguided, aren't they? Yeah, so essentially... Um, you know, you're Seymour, Benalla, Euroa, obviously, Strathbogie, Stanhope, Violettown. That's the sort of places that we're talking about when we talk about the state seat of Euroa. Mm. Yeah, and, and places like Heathcote too. So you don't forget Heathcote up there. And yeah, it's a great, great electorate. We're right in the heart of regional Victoria. And I think this seat is one of the best seats in the state because it is the heart of um, country Victoria and it needs a lot of investment I think as we're, we all know. Can you tell us a bit about yourself Brad? I believe you're a school principal. I am, yeah. I work uh, in Benalla as a principal here uh, for a school. I'm also a therapist, so background in mental health and supporting young people with mental health issues. I think that's really what's prompted me to run in this state election is to not only address some of the issues that we're facing, rural and regional um, education system based, but also in our mental health space, because I think there's a lot of work that we need to do here in making sure that students or young people that do have mental health crises or even adults get the help that they need locally and they don't have to be transported to two or three hospitals before they get crisis support. So, so you said about really trying... Go on, sorry. I was just going to say, I think it's, it's really about trying to make sure that we're we're looking after regional Victorians in the best way possible and funding these systems and doing some major reform. Was it in Euroa that you grew up? I believe you've had a very horsey background. Yeah, no, I grew up on a farm in Benalla in a little town called Warrenbane. Um, so I live there. We breed horses, cattle, sheep. But, um, yeah, we used to be racehorse trainers, but they were a bit slow. So apologies if anyone lost any money, but... Now we breed warm bloods and, and do show jumping. So my dad and I, he's about 65, still jumping. And, yeah, we travel around um, regional Victoria to all of our ag shows and, and support those. Well, you're sounding a bit like a, a nationals candidate, Brad, with all that. <laughs> no, look, I'm very strong Liberal. I think everyone who works on a farm knows that a farm's a business and the Liberal Party look after small businesses and family businesses in making sure that they're not hit with red tape, hit with um, bureaucracy that they don't need, and um, that these small businesses can thrive under good economic circumstances. So I was about trying to change that perception. So, no, very much a Liberal. I'm passionate about freedom of voice, freedom of choice, and most importantly, um, reward for effort. 
And I think that's something that's been lacking in our state for quite some time, and it's about trying to get back to rewarding um, those people that are putting in. Had a look at your, obviously, your social media and your website. One of the big pushes on your website is fixing the health crisis without raising taxes. And you mention including an additional 50,000 surgeries, I think that's per year, and the training of an additional 40,000 nurses and midwives, as well as upgrading 20 hospitals across the state. I am really wondering how, um, how a Liberal government would do that without raising taxes. Well, look, I, I think it's been quite clearly um, outlined that it is a redirection of um, city spending. So we are cutting the Chat, uh, Box Hill Chatham line and we're putting all of that money into regional rural health and fixing the health crisis across the state. And that also includes our ambulances. I mean, we're, we're committing to invest $125 million additional dollars into fixing triple zero and making sure that when you call an ambulance, one arrives. And I think here you're living in the country, some of our response times are the worst across the state, and we really need to address that because living rurally shouldn't impact your health care and the services that you have access to. So that's something we're really passionate about. One of the other things I've noticed that you've honed in on is child protection laws. Yes, well, look, as, a, as an educator and as a mental health therapist, I think I, I'm surprised more people aren't talking about child protection, um, talking about the system that is under a lot of strain and also about the families that have been impacted um, quite dramatically and, and the trauma and triggering that has occurred because of um, the funding aspects but also because of some of the service delivery in the country. So I think we really need to be reviewing this system and putting a bit more back in. There's been a, uh, quite a bit of news over the weekend about a number of controversial Liberal candidates, such as one with links to con- an ultra-conservative church and another who's disrespected Indigenous people and railed against abortion and climate change. How do you feel about being in the same party as these candidates? Well, I think that's what... Um, I, I, look... I won't speak to the speculation that's been put out by the media. I know we could talk at length, I suppose, about some of the journalism in our state at the moment. Um, look, being a Liberal means having a freedom to voice your opinions. Whether they're the correct opinions, that's up for the Victorian public. And I think that's where people need to be really mindful when they are voting, to looking at their candidates here and saying who has what values and do these values align with me? And do they align with our party? That's a question for the leadership. So you'd rather people sort of vote, vote locally, look at the local candidate? I think that's true in every election, yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess another, before I let you go, um, I'm sure you've got to get back out on the at the polling booths and things, but one of the big pushes is for a 25% minimum for state infrastructure to be spent in regional areas. Do you know what what sort of a, you know, how much of the pie are we getting at the moment? Well, look, we know we're getting a lot less and I think you don't have to be um, across the economic figures on this one to know that you travel around our country towns and they're lacking in infrastructure. You know, there are Community groups are up to their third or fourth consultation period where they're, they're getting together and trying to do feasibility studies. And these projects just aren't being funded time and time again. And it's quite heartbreaking for a lot of community groups that need those services. 
That also includes our regional sporting clubs. I mean, we go to a lot of different country towns that have football and netball clubs, and most of these still don't have female change rooms. It's quite barbaric, it's quite archaic, and it's time for a real positive change in country Victoria where we start actually investing in the infrastructure for the future. And I think for so long we've been missing out. And there are a lot of clubs that want to start female ASL clubs, but they can't because they don't have the facilities that meet the standards of the code. So it's about trying to make sure that not only our sporting clubs have the infrastructure and facilities, but that things get done. And I suppose we see that also in our schools. You know, we've got a couple of schools that have merged, Benella and Seymour, um, and these schools are still being built. And, you know, it's been 10 years in Benella, it's been 12 years in Seymour, and the infrastructure is still not there. So it's just about changing that and making sure that we're funding regional rural Victoria, which I know is very important. And we don't need to talk about roads because we live it every day, but it needs major reform. It needs money spent now to save lives. And that's the difference this election. Brad, how are you feeling about your chances on come Saturday and the chances of a coalition government in Victoria? Look, I, things have been really positive um, and that's all we can hope for is to make... I think people are out there, they're angry and they want positive change and I think that's something that we're really striving for here, especially in the country. Coalition government would be fantastic to make positive change across the state um, and I think in this seat we desperately need um, to be a marginal seat and we need to fight for positive change and I think there's a lot of people coming out and saying exactly that. Thank you very much for your time this morning. Brad Hearn, Liberal candidate for Euroa. Thank you, Brad. Thanks. Country roads are abundant with wildlife, including kangaroos, wallabies, deer and wombats. Colliding with any of these animals can cause serious damage and or injury. These animals are most active during dawn and dusk, so if possible, try to avoid driving at these times. If a collision with wildlife is unavoidable, maintain control of your vehicle and avoid swerving as this could result in losing control. Apply the brakes firmly and remain in your lane. This message proudly brought to you by RoadSafe Goulburn Valley. Station sponsor. You know the garden could do with a makeover, so what are you waiting for? Cleves Garden Supplies have got everything you need to get the job done and they're open seven days a week. Coloured mulches, decorative pebbles, river stones, crushed rocks, sands, gravel, sleepers, topsoils, pavers, you name it, they've got it. They'll deliver small loads and big loads straight to your door. Drop in and see them at 20 Wanganui Road, Shepparton or give them a call. 58212 That's 58212 1FM sponsor. A mosquito plague is currently raging across the 1FM listening area. To make things worse, the mozzies can carry diseases like Ross River fever, Barmer Forest virus, and the potentially deadly Murray Valley and Japanese encephalitis. So prevention is our goal here at Jason's Pest Control. We have sonic mozzie repellers. They admit a sound wave that only the insects can hear, and the mozzies simply leave the area. No smoke, no smells, and better yet, no mozzies. With a 100% money-back guarantee, call Jason's Pest Control now. 1-800-599-699. 1FM sponsor. The Stanhope Family Hotel is your home of good old-fashioned country hospitality with delicious good-sized hearty meals, including char-grilled steaks cooked to perfection, a variety of palmas with specialty sauces, a good choice of seafood dishes pan-fried or crispy battered, beef and chicken schnitzel burgers with a great selection of fillings 
and pasta meals made the traditional way. Satisfaction is our guarantee, so why not pop in for a meal? On the Midland Highway for over 60 years, we also offer great times with all welcome to enjoy our quality live entertainment. The Stanhope Family Hotel, more than just a pub. 1FM sponsor. Stroke can happen to anybody at any age. The best way to help someone is to learn the signs of stroke and know how to act fast. F is for face. Has their face drooped? A is for arms. Can they lift both arms? S is for speech. Is their speech slurred? Do they understand you? T is for time. Call triple zero. Time is critical. If you see any of these symptoms, act fast. Learn the signs of stroke and you could save a life. Go to strokefoundation.org.au forward slash fast to find out more. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.